Hi, beautiful creatures. I'm Eileen. And I'm Michael. Welcome to Small Business Happy Hour. All right, I'm going to crack open my drink. Let's do it. As we are recording right now. Woo. Cheers. Big, big hello to our Boulder business people. We're in Boulder County, but we're going to say Boulder B-O-L-D-E-R, because we're trying to build Boulder business people. However, however you define Boulder, that's that's what's going to work for you. It is. It's great. How are you doing, Eileen? Oh, well, you know, it's it's been a day. I already saw our friend Aaron at Wild Blue Acupuncture, mm-hmm. and I'm fully prepared to gross my children out with my ear seeds because they're <laughs> creeped out by them. But they, I feel like any place that we can find grounding energy, we're going to take it and run with it. Absolutely. So big thanks to my friend, Erin. Um, I'm ready to visit about all sorts of things because I saw her first. It's interesting you talk about grounding energy because that's, we talked about, I, I just cleaned my car. Yeah. But that was very grounding for me. Oh. Both in the fact of like cleaning the ground full of the goldfish popcorn and gummy <laughs> candies that my daughter eats. And also just like, you know. Hey, we're gonna start start the week off clean. Yeah, precise, very very nice. Okay, so that just if we're gonna do that, let's go right into stat checks. Nice. And hopefully, if anybody decides to listen to what we're saying, they would choose to stat check on their own with us. So mm-hmm. maybe we'll go like back and forth because I, like I don't want to like I don't want to say too many things. I want to be able to like hop in and out. So if we're checking in on our stats, the the feels. For the week, it for me anyway, it's about creativity. And this morning when I was in yoga and because again, we're in beautiful Boulder County, Colorado, it's in Louisville, core power yoga. And Heidi, my amazing instructor always likes to say like, let's set our intentions for the week. This week I decided like, let's get weird. And like, not worry about what anybody else is thinking about what I'm doing. Just do it and like, do it radically. And like, like here we are doing it friends. So there's, there's my feels. What about you? Very fitting. Seeing as Halloween is right around the corner. Um, And it's funny when I was thinking about this, I'm like, okay, what's going to be my marketing tip of the week? (laughs) Um, But that was exactly what I was going to say. Get weird. Get weird. Regardless of Halloween or not, peel back the layers. Let people see who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, so my feels have been happening for like the last couple weeks, month. Um, and overwhelmingly, it's a, if not now, when? Yeah. And that's been in trying to market my own business. I've been incredibly lucky to be mostly referral. And guess what? Kids are expensive. Houses are expensive. Life is expensive. Oh, boy. So I gotta, you have to like fill the pipelines and, and formalize things. And that's, that's part of why we're doing this is like weirdly formalizing. Yeah. Like let's do it our way. Of course. (laughs) Formal is doing a lot of work there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're not cool. All right. Well then like if, if those are our feels, then what, what are we chasing? And for me, I'm chasing comfort Um, Mm. and it's funny because, you know, in all the years and we'll get to our relationship in a moment, but like you, we've spoken about routine and I think it's interesting how we've become such great friends because of 
the difference of opinion about routine. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm chasing comfort and and comfort for me comes from routine and how I can sink into it in like a deeper way. And uh, right now, you know, you you showed up to my house, you set up your gear, but like we're trying to act natural. I feel like we're doing it. It feels That's good. good. Um, so, you know, we're in Canterville at the moment. And if I'm chasing <laughs> comfort, I decided this morning that I wanted the house to smell like a country store. I did notice that it smelled really lovely. <laughs> it's like a cinnamon apple insert in a plug. But I was like, how do I set the tone for my whole day? Mm. I'm totally doing that in the salon and people are noticing it's a different smell. Cause you know, I'm like downtown Boulder. <laughs> so then, you know, we're burning that Palo Santo. It's not this like apple cinnamon country store stuff that I'm, I'm doing here in the house, but the intentions are there for sure. Don't they say that um, your sense of smell is like the most powerful yeah. uh, connection to nostalgia? Without a doubt. And I want to tap into it immediately. And and typically here, without going completely down a rabbit hole, but if we're chasing comfort, to me, comfort is a store in Michigan when I was a very young girl and like going antique shopping with my mother and they would have like apple cinnamon smells mm. everywhere. So I was like, all right, well, how do I sink into the comfort of, of that feeling and it's just funny because kids are definitely remarking about it this morning can't wait for them to get home because i doubled down on it since they <laughs> left <laughs> all right wait wait what are you chasing well, I, I chased comfort wait what? it's it's interesting that you yeah. you have that store in mind because yeah. as soon as you said comfort and country store i'm thinking of pochucks what's that it is the little country store and deli that was mm. a two mile hike from the summer camp that I went to. Yes. And when you talk about comfort, like you're in summer camp, so it's hot and sweaty and gross. Oh, it's Michigan. It's it's New Jersey. It's same hot difference. and sweaty. It's hot like, and sweaty. That's a jam. It's you human. Take it, you take that bite into like a real sandwich. Oof. Uh, it's nothing is there like more it. No. I don't know. Maybe doing that in air conditioning during those times. Uh, but I don't know. We're going to sweat it out in the canter house. <laughs> All right. So I am currently chasing balance. Yeah. Um, I feel like this has been the theme of the year for me, but my schedule just got a little bit scrunched. Um, I went from having an eight-hour day to work to a five-hour day to work because my uh, my daughter's school schedule changed. Yeah. And while I overwhelmingly love that and love that extra time with her, five hours is not enough time to do all the stuff that I got to do. We got to get like real efficient now. Yeah. yeah. And I'm very good at putting my family and my work first or first and second, I should say. Yeah. I'm also really good at putting myself last, Ooh. which is not good. I think this is another reason why we're friends. I think so. Um, You're number one friend. You gotta be one. Of course. And I know that, like I coach people through this all the you time. You do. Where, like if you can't show up and you're fully genuine and authentic self. Do as I say, not as I do. Yeah, <laughs> I say that all the time too. Um, but yeah, I need to take care, better care of myself physically. I need to like find some spiritual practice. And not that I'm not doing any of that. Yeah. I did join you at yoga at 5.45 in the morning once. Come on. Goals. Let's go. We're going to talk about goals next. But I'm ready. More than once is definitely on that list of <laughs> I'm goals. I'm so happy when you showed up. It made Thank my you. whole day. 
so um, it made my whole day too. Yeah. And I had a lot of day afterwards to, to really enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's balance and like finding time for all the things. And I think with balance comes like a trying to reduce distractions. Yep. Because distractions are everywhere and you can let them take over. Constant. And the goal is you don't. So yeah. I'm trying not to. I love that you ended that with goal. Like, let's just, let's go right to the goals for the week. Mm -hmm. For me, it piggybacks right on what you were saying to listen to my inner voice. And if I'm going to like throw in one, like a key phrase, if I was going to like give us a key phrase to keep using, I'm going to lower the volume on the negative influences around me Mm. and stop comparing myself to others. I just, uh, I want to listen, not just, erase just. I want to listen to the inner voice. I want to get into that place quicker. I want to turn down the volume on the, if there is like negative self-talk that's happening internally, I want to turn it down. Like turn up the parts where it's like you persevered, you overcame because you listened. And the time where I'm most frustrated is when I don't listen. I agree. Listening is key. Yeah. Um, did you get the removing just from our mutual friend, Amy, our mutual singing friend, Amy? I don't know if I did, but removing just has been like a thing for me for a very mm. long time, especially being a woman. We love to give like a precursor to whatever we're asking for something. Oh, it's just a little thing. It's nothing. Do the thing. Yeah. I, I would. Yes. I, I want to unpack just. I feel like that could be a whole show. That's a whole episode for it sure. It is without a doubt. She she told that to me probably like a year or so ago, yeah. a year plus. And still, every time I don't do it as much when I say it, but every time I type out just, I'm a like delete. Ooh, reroute. Do I do I need to say that? I don't think I do. What am oh. I What am I missing the point of? Yeah. Um, what are your goals? When I uh, one quick thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I heard this quote very recently. I'm sure it's it's been around for a while, but comparison is the enemy of progress. Without a doubt. As soon as you put yourself in that better than, worse than, not as good as, not as successful as, we're we're setting ourselves up for failure. Yeah. And it's harder and harder with social media. And, it well and noise. I don't want to go fully down this way without you know we got other topics to cover but i gotta say it's frustrating to me only because there's a lot of background noise Mm -hmm. on on the internet generally speaking that is negative in context and i would love to like if we are going to compare it is because how many people we helped or how many industries we changed for the better Mm. i'm I'm really sick of like things that just look manufactured all the time. Like I want real stuff and it's, it's um, the comparison and the over the top beauty and the perfect lighting and, and it affects everybody in every way. People think they are less than. So I'm, I look forward to talking about that more. It's so hard (laughs) not to. I know. Um, I feel it even in like the parking lots, some places. Oh, where I'm we like, talked about. I this. love my car, and then like someone comes out and they're a Tesla with like the doors that open up like a Beetle or whatever. But you know, I, what I would, I would love to know why that gives you pause. 
Because what were those sacrifices that that person had to give up for that? Ultimately, I don't know. And ultimately, I also Do you have no want idea. to? <sighs> Sometimes. <laughs> um, I also don't know how much joy that's giving them. Is that just something know. that they're like, oh, well, everyone drives a Tesla here. Mm-hmm. So I want to be like cool and hip. And sometimes it's, cool it's like I'm overextending so I can have less of an impact on the environment. Okay, great. I really like your car. Like rolling downtown Denver, we had a grand old time in your car. I love, that's the thing. I love my car. Love your car. Do you call your car by a name? Because some people do that. (sighs) I, this is actually the first car in a while that I haven't. I haven't either. I feel like it's because it's our grown up cars. (laughs) Did we become grown ups and we like forgot to name our cars? (laughs) I think so. All right. Well, we'll have to think about what we'll name them. But what? Oh, goals. Goals. Speaking of goals, let's go. Guess what? What? I'm doing it right now. What's, uh, oh, now i've been talking about doing a podcast for a very long time mm-hmm. i love this medium you and i both listen to a lot of podcasts um it's my i think what i love about podcasts is that it slots into other activities so it like holds my focus yeah. whereas like youtube is a distraction sometimes a necessary distraction yeah i learned it's how research. to record this podcast based on a youtube video thanks youtube when i want to get deep when I want to get real, authentic, connect to my inner self, mm-hmm. I want to be walking the dog or driving the car and have a podcast on. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to tinker with like how the lighting is and uh, is this my good side on a video? Who needs that? You just like, need to hear my voice. We like just have maybe later. To say. Like maybe later though, we could like we'll there. we could like flip our hair. I still think maybe we need like a back to back kind of like check us out. Don't worry about podcasters. it. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> But, you know, I have to say, I hope in the spirit of you saying your goal and that I'm super proud of you for your outline, like, whoa, I had no idea how how deep the rivers ran. Mm-hmm. Love when I get to get into the core of things. So that felt really special for you to share with me, but also that you're sharing this with me and that I hope that I didn't steamroll this because... I was so grateful that you even wanted to humor the idea of me doing it with you. So thanks, friend, for like having me as a part of like your goal. You're so welcome. Mm. And thank you. Yeah. Truth be told. Yeah. I recorded my first episode about like nine months ago. Yeah. And didn't do anything with it since because it was just me talking. It was, I mean, like I had something to say, but it was kind of just like, blah, it was boring. Hmm. Um, and when we, when you, when you mentioned that, like, oh, I, I would do that with you. Fuck yeah. Flip. Yeah. <laughs> Flip. Yeah. Should we make the decision now? Should just, this just be an explicit contact? I didn't, podcast? I don't, like, I really struggle with the explicitness for a couple of reasons. One, I feel like when it is used appropriately and in context, it's okay. If you're just like dropping F-bombs left and right, I don't Agreed. like it. Agreed. But if it's like for emphasis, I feel like it's okay. At least that's the rules in Canterville Townsburg, where you are right now. Here's here's my take. <laughs> I don't detract from cursing in meetings with clients. So like, guess what? If that's the message that we need to deliver, mm-hmm. I think that's the message we need to deliver. I agree. Context included. All right. But when so when we were talking about doing this together, I was yeah. like, oh right. This is why I didn't I just sat on it for the last nine months. Because when it's just one point of view. 
it's okay. Some people can do that. Some of our favorite podcasters can do that. I think we'll talk about that later. But like when we can have a back and forth, a genuine dialogue. I'm looking forward to when we don't agree on things. We agree on a lot of things. It's a gem. You know, it makes me feel like we should just like roll right into like why. Like what are what are we doing here? Like the story of you and me. Yeah. How do we land here? Why is it important to anybody who would want to listen to us? A Let's... cool fall day 12 years ago. <laughs> well, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Actually. I think it's yes. actually 13 now. Yes, it would be 13 because my older son, which I don't know, probably no names yet. I'll decide later. Yet. Yeah. I'll decide later. I got two kids. Mm-hmm. One right now is 13. One's 11. The 13 year old, oh no, maybe, maybe, no, it would have been, he would have been like 18 months. Mm. So it would have been like 11 years ago. I moved back to Boulder, mm-hmm. had already been in Boulder. Well, I should say Boulder County. I I'd, I'd moved back to the area with my beautiful family and I was not sure about how to be a mother. Mm-hmm. And I was very unsure about like, how do you raise a child when you don't have family around? And what does that look like? And where do I go? And one person I will definitely talk about a lot as you and I are talking is Mima. You've already heard about Mima a lot. I love her point of view. Hopefully we can interview her at some point because she has got some major gems for us. But when I said, you know, I've got this, you know, he's 18 months. I have this baby. We're moving to a place where I know a lot of people, but like, how do I get in touch with like a community and how do I be a parent and how do I show up for this little being? And she's like, well, you go to the JCC, like find the JCC and go. And I'm so glad that she told me and it was hysterical with, you know, unintentionally making this podcast like a a titch on the Jewish side, like just like a smidge Mm -hmm. that I, I called the JCC and I said, you know, my name's Eileen Cantor and that I, you know, I just moved to the area and we're very interested in your programming and all these things. And I have this unique voice, I would say, had it my whole life. My voice has not changed since I've been a little wee one. They thought that something was wrong with me when I was younger, but I've always had this raspy sort of voice. So they did not expect me to show up with like being a hairstylist and like wild hair and spunky and excited. And I was so like overjoyed to just be a part of that community. And shortly after showing up there and signing up for like my little like mom and me class, they call pal at JCC, but um, I met Michael and like fresh, you were fresh. Very fresh. Can, can you say like where you were at when I met you? So I had just moved to Boulder. Yeah. Um, I'm from New Jersey originally. Oh. And I had just gone through this experience of like, I graduated college. I worked in sales. The financial world crumbled, but like I was working in sales in New York City wearing a suit and tie every single day. Whoa. Then I moved. World. Then I moved to Hawaii to teach math for a year. Um, turns out as as good as I am, math comes naturally to me, yeah. uh, which makes me an a awful math teacher. Because I don't know how to explain it. It just clicks for you me. You just do it. So then, but like I, I went from New York City to Hawaii. And I went from like a suit and tie, even when it's 95 degrees and 100% humidity, to, oh, you're wearing sneakers? Flip-flops are 
are pretty much the standard here. So I needed to find my happy medium. I needed somewhere in the middle. And so I landed on Colorado and I, I had a, a family member who was getting married here and I stayed. Mm. I got a job at the JCC mm. a couple weeks later and my dad came from the nonprofit world. So I remember coming in, like I remember coming to my interview in a suit and tie. Oh my and goodness. Everyone was looking at me he's like sweet who angel. is this guy? He's like in Boulder. That is insane. No like, one would do that. If anybody's anybody out there, I mean the people who are gonna listen to this first are here and yeah. living with us. But that is insane in Boulder. Like mm-hmm. it it is a blessing if you put on like a dress shoe. Like you could just wear like a fancy pair of running shoes and like a pat of gooch mm-hmm. and no one would care. Nope. Everybody like you're here in your North face for your interview and everybody like, aye, aye, captain, of got the job. Okay. Back to you. Um, so I was, I, I got a job at the JCC. They love and... a Jersey boy. Just like saying, like, keep the suit, keep the suit. That's a great idea. If that suit still fit me, I would be <laughs> in a very different place. <laughs> um, and I like started off sitting at the front desk and doing social media and coordinating events for young adults. And it was my job. It was also my job to welcome people to Boulder, having lived there for all of a month. Yeah. But I loved having those conversations. And as I fell in love with this area, I shared that love with everyone. Um, But I remember seeing you. Yep. And that's like a perfect segue to me bringing up a thing that I teach all the time, which is the ribbon. Mm. And that I know, like, thank you for making the noise because like you acknowledge the ribbon and you know that it's here. I love the ribbon. But I walked in and I really do feel like we shot the ribbon at each other. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's a really unique thing when you can feel an instant connection with a person and you don't really understand why. But it was just like, I felt at home immediately in your presence. So like, I'm like, oh, were we like friends in another life? Because I'm that girl. Or like, what is this feeling? But like, you know, it was very kind of superficial at first. Yeah. If we're going to totally, if if we're going to totally tell the story, you did not get my name right for six months. And it only proves that I'm an introvert which nobody believes. I didn't even know that. You called me Elise for a long time and I just accepted it. I mean, I'm so sorry. Don't, please don't apologize to me. <laughs> I, I hate was getting being, people's names I wrongs. was being weird. I was being weird. I was feeling, um, there was a, a lot of like background noise in my mind about being alone and not being Jewish in a Jewish place, mm. but wanting to accept the culture. So I was very much in my head. Like how you shared how you feel about sometimes the car in the parking lot was how I felt about not being Jewish in a Jewish place. Mm. Even though I wanted to give that education to my child like so desperately. So I was willing to put myself out of my comfort zone. But I was like, I don't want to upset anybody in this organization. (laughs) So my name is Elise now. And then I (laughs) I accept it. And that when I finally felt comfortable enough to tell you what my name was, you were like, oh my God, I was like, he must think I'm a crazy person because this whole time I like let it go on, but I was just so in my head and I was so nervous. It's hard not to. But then I got over it because Mm -hmm. I realized that I was in a place of like, ultimately, people care about you there 
And I just want to say like big shout out to the Boulder JCC because yeah. I never would have met you if it wasn't for Mima encouraging me to go and for them not being so like open armed welcome mm -hmm. to you and I, we never would have met. No, for sure not. Definitely not. We can just go ahead and say the Boulder JCC is probably sponsoring this episode. Like high five. They, they don't know about this yet, but why not? They won't mind. I'm going to fist bump the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, you know, we started our relationship there mm -hmm. and that I had a blast seeing you evolve in your role there, like over many years. And like, imagine like I put two kids through that school and you were like growing, growing, growing. We were always kind of like fringy friends and kept it light and was like, hey, how are you? And got to know each other fringy. And one, then, one of my first memories. Yeah is when we used your older son in a marketing video who he's got oh my god do you remember that i forgot about it he's amazing because he's an all-star he is um, Drama but i remember is deep in the blood i remember asking like hey like we won't use your name or anything but like can your kid's kind of into this kind of stuff and so deeply into he, it he takes directions really well he which does. At, i think he was maybe five Oh, I mean, Maybe. he's off the charts when um, it comes to language. Handled directions really well. Like, I, I got to play director, which was, which was great. So fun. Um, but then we didn't really get to be friends until I wasn't working at the JCC. So wait, what started it? I'm, like, trying to think about, like, when did we actually start kicking it? Was it just because I was like, you need to come to this networking thing uh, that we steamrolled uh, eventually? I forget if it was when we started quote-unquote, working together. Is that what happened? So how did you find out about, I think it was the first networking group we were in that we started kicking it more yes. regularly. Yes. I remember we, <laughs> not to shout out all the local businesses that we love. Let's do it. But we had coffee at East Simpson Coffee. We at love it there. Old location. Yeah. And I remember coming into that feeling really nervous because I, I remember feeling like, I need to like show up for this person. Because I needed help. Because you needed help. Because I needed help. But you understand social media. You were running a really cool salon, which you still are. And like, but I was like, oh, like I can't just be the like, I understand how the internet works. Because you understand how the internet works too. And for a lot of the people you I work with. You know far more about the don't. internet than I do. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember coming into that meeting feeling nervous. Aww. And honestly, like, so that was and... maybe... I had just started my business, so four-ish years ago. Yeah. But I can't remember the last time I felt, like, nervous around you. No. Because the minute I think, okay, now it's starting to come back to me. Thank you for mm. the little, like, fresher. Because I don't know. Because we've been, like, seeing each other for such a long time. Like, now it's all just a blur. Like, yeah. we've been friends forever. Like, mm -hmm. whatever. When I like, think it is, it's that ribbon and whether it's it was just there. friends in another lifetime or whatever. It's just the ribbon has been there for a long time. There's a reason we live a mile away. I'm making a, like a tugging motion for the, <laughs> those who can't see me. But I, um, yeah, now that I think about it, I definitely needed help. And what a wonderful place for us to land because definitely have helped me a lot. We've helped each other. We sure have, buddy. So now that you know the story of us, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I, I think it's a good time to ask the question, like, I mean, why did you want to start a podcast? Mm. Well, 
Well, we just had a conversation about not using wells or lakes. So I've already abandoned that. And <laughs> I just want to point it out because nobody's perfect. And this podcast not going to be perfect. It's not. Guess what? Nothing is. Get ready. Why is it relevant to you? Our wonderful audience. Why would you even want to like listen to me or my friend here? Why I think it's relevant is that I uh, I own two businesses. One is a salon, one is a very tiny school, and that I'm also a mom of two boys, as I mentioned before, 11 and 13, and I've been married for 18 years. And I've been with my partner for 21 years, which is an accomplishment in and of itself, uh, and that I'm able to continuously grow with a family that's why i think it's relevant to you and that who i think i am and how i think it could be helpful why i want to like talk it out with you is that you know we're modern day philosophers friend we've been a part of two different networking groups the the first one that we were in lovely driven by a different person and you and i steamrolled every time and that there's clearly a connection there yeah. and that we we can bounce ideas off of each other. We can disagree and and continue on. And I I would like to say I'm a philosopher, but you can't be a philosopher without people around you to philosophize. Mm. So thank you for, you know, bouncing it back at me. And I'm I'm an artist. I've done hair for 21 years. I like to humor that I'm an artist outside of doing hair. You and, are an artist outside of doing hair. Well, thank you. I've I seen... mean, that's like subjective for sure. But I like to think that I am. I think I can draw. I think I can paint. I think I can put some cool stuff together that people like to look at. Does the ability to draw or paint make or not make you an artist? I mean, again, like... I know we're, if you want to philosophize, I'm, I'm working on not comparison, like the non comparison stuff. It's hard when you start calling yourself an artist because mm-hmm. you're putting yourself in a group of a lot of different people. And I think what makes a person an artist is having a unique perspective. Okay. So I will say that I have that and that my art is a, a take or leave it sort of thing that like some people are going to love it. And I would say quite a few do mm. and that, you know, it's not for everyone. I, one, I love, I always love when you bring in some stoic philosophy and what uh, Marcus Aurelius might say. I'm in smiling this situation. right now. <laughs> um, Cause I think that's like, like there's a reason why people have, you know, names have lasted for centuries. Yeah. Um, and I think this is why you call it steamrolling. I just say that we had the best things to say at all of the networking Perhaps, events. perhaps. But you always came in with some stoic philosophy. And I, I mean, like as a, as a marketing person, I love diving into the, the psychology, what's going on in one's internal head when they're making a decision, yeah. a decision to buy something, a decision to go this way or that way. That has always fascinated me. Um, and I also like shiny new things. I also like introducing humor into like a business. And I think it's one of the things that I love about where we live in Boulder of like yeah. everywhere has a support local. 
but I feel like here there's a um, maybe a more educated consumer, absolutely, but a more caring consumer. Yes. Um, when when a company makes a stand and is making environmental decisions, people respond to that. They do, and I want that. Me too. Um, I also want them to have a really nice looking website. Yeah, that helps a lot. It helps a lot, and if they don't have one, guess uh, what? Now got, you know someone to call. We've got some solutions for you. <laughs> I mean, I only have one other thing to contribute and that I think I'm a teacher. Mm. I I feel like there's a few people out there that might agree with me. And as I said before, there are some that would not. But overall, I've taught a lot of people who have gone on to be quite successful in their careers in a lot of different ways. Mm. And that although I'm a stylist, I would say that I have a life perspective that could help anybody. Yes, you do. So that that's that's who I am and why I think we should be visiting and that maybe somebody would care to listen to us. What you, about you? We'll get to me in just a minute. Fine. You also have an uncanny ability. I've worked with a couple of artists yeah. and most artists, for better or worse, are terrible business people. I see. Because they see the world in a different a different scope and a different lens and and they should. And they should focus on their artwork. But you have the capacity to both be an artist in one breath and a very uh, well-rounded and like good business person. You run you run two successful businesses. Oof. That takes a lot. Trying. And you you for better or worse, you employ a lot of artists. Sure do. And not and we know not all of them are the, the most amazing business people. And we've we've learned many lessons along the way. We sure have. And that's okay. That doesn't mean they don't have a place. But it, it's just different happy challenges. For the I'm happy always, for the lessons. I'm always happy for the lessons, without a doubt. So it's interesting. I Yes, I, I was a teacher for a while, but I view myself more as the forever camp counselor. Mm-hmm. Because there, there's an element of teaching there. Rah-rah, though. But I'm, I'm a little bit more rah-rah. Yeah. I feed off of enthusiasm. <laughs> um, I play motivator and inspirer just as much as teacher. And I blend those worlds. And, and I love doing that. It's why I'm drawn, like, some of my best clients and best projects are people that are just getting started and don't really understand where to go first, and they're overwhelmed by everything. And I get to say, like, hey, let me digest all of that. Mm -hmm. You focus on what you want to focus on. I say this all the time. You didn't learn to cut hair so that you could be a business person. Now, it just so happens that you did learn to cut hair so you could be a successful business person. I don't know if I necessarily intended that. I still just want to cut. Well, I just, I want to cut hair. I love doing hair. And you want to teach the next generation to cut hair. I do. The business part, I'm happy to accept support. And it's one of the many reasons why our relationship is good. Exactly. Because that support's really, it's meaningful to me. Um, there's also another reason why I particularly wanted to start a podcast yeah um i'm sure you're familiar with this um as the uh what's your personality test oh the enneagram enneagram yeah so um in every personality test i've ever taken myers-briggs the the blue red (laughs) green one what i forget what they're all disc disc i always come back as person is uh very enthusiastic they're great team builder striving to connect striving to connect wanting to help all of those things and the like analysis that you get is like great to have on your team not great leaders 
I'm sorry, but like, I'm going to break it again. That. Fuck that. Yeah. That, well, there's nothing saying that because I am empathetic means that I can't be a great leader. And you are a leader by supporting you. others. You are a leader. And that I think about this meme and I wish I could show everybody the meme, but I'll describe it. So imagine there's one picture where there is a person that there's a bunch of other people are holding up and they're pointing and it says boss, the person who's being held up by all the mm. people pointing boss. Then the next picture comparison leader, the leader is in front. All the people are behind the leaders in front, pulling the most, mm. pulling the hardest and that their support is what allows all the people around them to grow. Love it. So being in a supportive role, like to relay it back to like childhood or like first intentions, I played competitive soccer for a long time. Me too. And then I started off playing sweeper. Okay. So, you know, it's all about the defense and that like you could turn the game around with good defense. And then my coaches realized that I was fast. I don't know if I'm still fast, but back then I was, and that they put me up front. And it was a funny exchange to go from playing defense to playing forward because I was so used to defending that like you started to feel what the defense was doing as a forward. Mm. So I don't know, I, I really enjoy support roles and Sometimes I, I love the idea of just like fading to the back and letting a different person go into a leadership role. Absolutely. Because it's way more powerful. I've always said my proudest moments are not when I build the most amazing website or like this email gets a 70% mm -hmm. open rate. Like, mm -hmm. sh don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. I love those things. Mm -hmm. But my proudest moments are when one of my clients does that for themselves. One of the reasons why we wanna wanted to start a podcast is because we have a lot of stuff to say. So many things to say. Books that inspire us, movies that inspire us. Music. Music that inspires us. Art. Art, yeah. I also love talking about some of those, like, like I said, I love the psychology of things. Imposter syndrome is like one of my favorite topics because quite literally every client I've ever worked with deals with it at some level. Yeah. Just like I deal with it on a daily basis, as I'm sure you you have dealt with it as well. It was interesting doing the research on it because I know it's something that's coming up in us, like in our conversations. And I uh, definitely, I'm, I'm the one that wants to push the hardest. But that's the thing. I'll just bury myself in work so I don't have to feel anything. Neat. We'll, we'll get to that later. That's one when, way to <laughs> bury myself in it. What are some things so that I, you're really looking forward to talking about? Oh. Um, you know, the success part and mm. how we define success. And I don't know if this was on your list because I didn't memorize the list. I, I looked it over. I love your topics. You have had at least three whole days. <laughs> wow. I mean, self-care. Oh, uh, yeah. Self-care is so going to be a big one for me to talk about. I, I would love to impart my philosophies on routine to everybody. Because I think that they could ground a lot of people, and they have. I I have some case studies mm -hmm. that perhaps I will share. Maybe I can even get some of those people to come talk to us about the things that we've talked about and where they landed in their lives 
primarily my brothers. We'll see how my brothers want to show up on the podcast, but definitely have talked about the self-care portion because if you don't care about you, why should anybody else? Exactly. And no one is going to do that for you. Nope. They quite literally cannot do that for Mm-mm. you. Um, yeah. And I think this is this is another one of the – it's another reason why I think that we pair so nicely with each other and we have something to say because I am a team of one. Yeah. If I'm not doing the work, making the sales, sending the bills, uh, do like, you know, taking care of myself, like no one else is going to do any of those things for me. You have a team of people to work with. <laughs> I do. And thank goodness that I have a team. And it. They, I'm so grateful for the people who help me to show up and be able to do the things I want to focus on, which is my clients and my team and growth, and that we need the people to take things off of our plate. So I'm definitely envious in some ways of- I fully agree. That's what I was going to say. Like, <laughs> yes, it's great. And you get things taken off your plate, but you have a whole other slew of challenges that you need to tackle that I just don't. But I think because of that, I'm on this side and you're on that side. Mm-hmm. And that because I have a team now of uh, nine people. Nice. You know, I'm going to include myself in that number. Just saying. So it's like really like eight people, but like somebody definitely needs to manage me. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Christy. Shout out to Christy for managing me. Uh, and you're a team of one. Yeah. But oh. we have a lot in common despite those challenges. We have a lot, a lot nine or a, one. A lot of our challenges align. Yeah. A lot of our frustrations align. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of our wins align. So like I think that's why it it flows very nicely and it's a lot of perspective. And it's fun to share our wins. It's fun to share the wins. It's really fun to share the wins. And um, when you're a small business owner, it's not always like there's not always a clear avenue to share wins. We've both worked in bigger organizations before. Yes. It was kind of hard to like say, hey, I'm doing really good at this. Don't want to drop into a topic, but perhaps one to add to the list is scarcity mentality. Mm, and that scarcity versus abundance. And that when you're working in a group, how do we cultivate uh, an environment where everybody's being supportive of one another and that they're there can be competition. It should be healthy competition. How do we show up in that space? And that that's something I'm very interested in, in figuring out or talking to other people about. I'm really sick of every person for themselves. We are so much more effective when we work together and that we can grow faster and more abundantly when we have another person like who has a shared vision and goal. And I I would love to unpack how we find that place with other people. I remember it was at the start of the pandemic and in, in one of the buildings around here, there was a sign that said, we all do better when we all do better. <laughs> I had Agreed. to read it like five times. Cause I'm like, that grammar can't be right. <laughs> like there's something I'm missing here. And it stuck with me the entire time because it's so true. Oh, I, there, there's I abundance that. for everything. Oh. We can all elevate each other and we all get the whatever we define success as. Yeah. We all get that. Well, a thing that I have been saying recently in the salon, when you're good, I'm good. 
So if you, if you're doing well and you're living your best life, then I consequently, because you're doing the things you need to do, I will also be good because you're good. And then we get to be together. I think that's kind of a wrap for our first episode. Oh boy. I think we, we did it. I'm, I'm ready to do it again. Yeah. What, what should all the people who are kicking it with us plan to do next time? I believe the kids say that you're supposed to (laughs) smash that subscribe button. Oh boy. Um, Please don't smash your computers or your phones, (laughs) but if that means that clicking subscribe would be helpful. Great. And if my 13 year old heard this, he'd be like, stop talking. Don't say smash anything. I'm glad mine's four. (laughs) She just thinks everything I do is either funny or doesn't get it. And that that's great. I like that. We want to hang out with you. So yeah. hopefully you enjoyed what we were talking about. You're feeling inspired. We would love to like hear other topics you would like to talk about. If you don't come up with them, we will. So either way, we'll keep talking till you want to listen. Exactly. So I think it's like, subscribe. Um, follow follow us yeah rate us on your your podcast <laughs> platform of choice Whoopsies. maybe give us maybe give us like two or three more episodes to really like get into a groove with this but um mm. yeah thanks and yeah. we can't wait for the next happy hour or cheers I say we can't wait for the next do 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 small business happy hour Woo. Woo. let's cheers it cheers